part two of a lengthy Locked On Big 12 roundtable when we talk to bowl games, recruiting, and Big 12 hoops all on today's episode of Locked On Pokes. Thanks for making Locked On Pokes your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. You are Locked On Pokes, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. On Location is the official hospitality partner of the NFL. It's the only place to score once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package. Visit onlocationexp.com SB56 for more information or search Super Bowl On Location. What's up, Cowboy fans? Welcome to the Lockdown Pokes podcast, your daily Oklahoma State podcast here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host, Linda Godfrey. Co-host of Fantasy Besties and avid Oklahoma State fan, you can follow me on Twitter at Lindellians. You can follow the show at Locked underscore on underscore Pokes on Twitter or find the show on the Locked on Pokes Facebook page. Make sure you follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast app to get the latest shows every weekday here with Locked on Pokes. When I got together with the other Locked on Big 12 team hosts the other day, we got uh, into a lengthy conversation about the coaching changes. There's just so much to talk about right now from a Big 12 standpoint and really just college football as a whole. So this is part two of that conversation. We talked first about the Big 12 bowl games. My ass. That's where, <laughs> that one's out the window. Sorry. Um, all right, bowl games. So this is the problem with bowl games now. We never know who's playing and who's not. So, Lynn, I'm going to go to you first on this one. I think you guys are in great shape. I think I think it's a big opportunity for Oklahoma State because they're not usually on the stage, and you know they come close sometimes. But like this, you know, it's a great opportunity playing a team like Notre Dame. And also, I'm not sure if you, I'm sure you guys actually all saw the video. Those players seem seem like they want to play for Marcus Freeman, so I expect them to come to play in the first game for their new head, their head coach as well. So uh, if I had to rank all the Big Twelve games, I would say it's number one for me, Linda. I'm very excited for the game. I think we can take Notre Dame. They didn't be any top 25 teams they lost to Cincinnati at home I think we could take Notre Dame but like you said they clearly uh Mark Marcus Freeman is that players coach kind of guy I would be lying if I didn't say like I'm rooting for him outside of this game I hate that Oklahoma State has to hand him his first loss that's tough on me because I'm cheering for him that video of him walking into the locker room sent me into a blubbering disaster of a mess but I do think our defense is back or is, is going to play really well against them. And it does sound like Jalen Warren is going to be back for that bowl game and healthy. So if, if that all happens, if we can stay healthy, I think we have a really good chance of winning that game, but it'll be a good one. John Oregon versus Oklahoma looks good on paper, but then you look at the, all the circumstances surrounding it, it becomes a really bizarre, weird game that is taking place in the Alamo bowl. Um, it would be a highly ranked game for me if I was doing bowl power rankings, but like who the hell knows who's going to play and who's coaching who and what's going to look yeah. like. Yeah. You know, it's, it's the interim coach bowl, but there's a bit of, there's a bit of heat here because the last time these two teams met was in 2006 with the controversial onside kick uh, call that should have never been called and confirmed on replay. Ridiculous. If you want to make yourself angry at officiating, go find that on YouTube. It, it's, 
egregious. Or like, watch an Pac-12 game. That's, yeah, or watch a Pac-12 game. Yeah. But and then and then after that, a blown defensive pass interference call on a tipped ball. So we, Oklahoma fans. So are Oklahoma fans are still mad, aren't they? They seem yeah, pretty. Yeah, yeah. we're pretty fired up about this one. Bob Stoops is is going to be coaching, so that's that going to be true. a lot of fun. Keep you know, see him on the sideline again. You know, getting to coach some of the guys that he recruited that are you know some of the fifth year seniors. Uh, so that's going to be a lot of fun. But yeah, it, it's going to be it's lost a little bit of its luster. Kayvon Thibodeau won't play. He's opted out. Nick Bonito's opted out. Uh, Brian Osamoa as well. Perrin Winfrey. Probably we're going to see Jalen Redmond opt out, but it's a great chance for some of the younger guys like a Danny Stutzman right. or Reggie Grimes to get an opportunity to, to get some quality snaps against a really good competition in an Oregon Ducks team. And Steven, the important part about a lot of these is that it's, it's what John's talking about, the, the thing playing, but the young guys getting double digit practices. That is the big thing, right? You get the drill, double digit practices. And also those guys get to use those practices to play against in some, in some cases and generally speaking against good solid competition on the other side in a lot of these games tcu is not in a bowl game so let you have the board in terms of big 12 games and i'll let you even pick games from the teams that are joining the big 12 and those teams have bowl games give me a couple you're looking at here man yeah that's it that is a big part of this is the the practices for sure like that's why coaches like it i think in some cases coaches don't even really care to play uh, the game actually, they just want the you know modified spring ball in a lot of ways. But right. um, yeah, like this will be a good bowl season. I like Baylor and Old Miss. Like I think you know it, there's a little bit of uncertainty with that Old Miss staff, but um, Dave Rand has done such a nice job. By uncertainty, do you mean their head coach wants to leave desperately because yeah, name for every job available? Seems like it. Seems like that's the case. Uh, Lane Kiffin giving some giving some fun you know, pokes out there and apparently maybe some of that's real. So we'll see, you know, who shows up, but a weird factoid that I stumbled across because I just sort of thought of this and I looked it up. Baylor hasn't won a new year's six bowl game since 1956. Like they had a couple chances with uh, Matt rule. He lost a sugar bowl to Georgia. And then he, who should not be named lost to uh, Blake Bortles at UCF. And then they <laughs> got beat by Michigan state. So they were Owen to, and they're in the Cotton Bowl and the Fiesta Bowl and the Bryles era. So it's been a long time since they've won like a huge bowl game. Which and then they played Georgia incredible. with Matt Rule, correct? Yeah, in 2019, and they got beat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that Georgia team, you know, they had like obviously SEC bowl game. So they had a lot of reserves out there, but still Baylor couldn't find a way. So um, <laughs> that'll be intriguing. And, you know, I, I like that you said um, game from the future Big 12 because I want to see what BYU does close out the season and I know it's a bad opponent and UAB no UAB's decent don't no no no, no. UAB, UAB is the one L on on UTSA's record I okay I should say um they are you know not not the high profile game maybe you right. wanted if you're a BYU fan um but a chance to make a statement for them and they've had such a good season we like to see them go out with a dub so yeah those are the two that come to mind and you and and BYU being 10 to a number 13 in the playoff rankings and playing in this bowl game. Uh, and Jacob told us too. Jacob Hatch, Lockdown Cougars, for those you guys don't know, usually comes on here with us. He mentioned that as a reason they're joining the Big 12, right? 10 and 2 and ranked that high. And let's be honest, they beat a lot of Power 5 opponents on the way too. And they, their schedule was not easy. A 10 and 2 of that schedule deserves more than the bowl game they're going to. Uh, we, can all, we can all acknowledge that. Oh, and I'm sorry, before I forget, uh, I'd. I think Mike Leach is kind of overrated as like an interesting, funny person. Like I feel like we've sort of beaten that angle into the ground, 
But I do want to see Mississippi State and Texas Tech. Like, that's fun. There's some intrigue there. Um, you know, Tech, like, Tech finally has some juice, really, I think, for the first time since the Leach era ended with Joey McGuire. I, I guess you could argue they had that for a little while with Kingsbury and Mahomes. But, you know, I know he's not coaching the bowl game. Sonny Cumbie is sort of still the start of a new era, though, against the one guy that really won big there um, who's not Mississippi State. That should be intriguing. Yeah, we got to mention Texas Tech. Tim DeRuiter is going to take that job as defensive coordinator, too. So, guy with a lot of experience. Oregon defensive coordinator Mario Cristobal goes to Miami. Not going to take him with him, so DeRuiter is going to go to Texas Tech. Actually, a pretty decent hire. I think it's a pretty decent get for Texas Tech. Coming up, we talked about recruiting and specifically Quinn Ewers. It got a little heated and passionate, but but first, let's talk for a minute about kicking things up a notch for the big game, the grand stage, the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 56 at SoFi is less than 100 days away, and On Location, the official hospitality partner of the NFL, is the only place to score a once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package to the big game. Select your exact seats and choose from elite experiences featuring an exclusive pregame celebration with college stars, turned NFL legends Troy Aikman, Marcus Allen, Tim Brown, and more, plus accommodations at five-star L.A. hotels and food by the great Wolfgang Puck. Visit onlocationexp.com slash SB56 for more informa- information or search Super Bowl on location. That's onlocationexp.com slash SB56 or search Super Bowl on location. This is it, the putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on the backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite, and right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash NCAA. Head to netsuite.com slash NCAA for special end-of-the-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. Thanks for making Locked On Pokes your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. As I said, we talked recruits, specifically Quinn Ewers. It got a little heated, and then we kind of came back down to earth and realized we were talking about a child. So just a blanket apology from the group of us that we kind of uh, got lost in the sauce on this one. I mean, look, I don't think Quinn Ewers is going to go to Texas Tech, but I mean, he's visiting, which is like, here's the thing. How does he not go to Texas? Like, the te- Texas problem is so on offense is so clearly well number one offensive line getting pushed around late in games is a problem. But like they need a quarterback. That's what that team needs. They're switching quarterbacks in the eleventh game of the season this year. They're switching quarterbacks. If they get Quinn Ewers, that changes everything for them. And the fact that Sark's getting a second chance at this guy, I mean, it's I he's gotta go to Texas, right? What do we think of your people? I mean, for my money, I'd stay away from the kid, to be honest. Like, he bailed on his high school team a month before the season started. 
to, to go get some NIL money. And then it didn't work out at Ohio State. And well, it just turns court. out he's got he's got a generational well. Yeah, I mean CJ Stroud. Yeah, he's got one. Yeah, no, 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 I think CJ Stroud would be their best quarterback. For all the crap people gave Spencer Rattler for chasing money and how it potentially distracted I have no him problem in Oklahoma. With like, let's 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 be this real. Is, let's talk about Quinn Ewers a little bit. Like, this is guys. This is a rich person talking right now. This is a quarterback rich person talking right now. <laughs> you go maybe, to maybe, maybe I can. am. Wouldn't touch him. <laughs> talk to me a month from now. I may not have a quarterback. now. Here's the so, so, so tech, yeah, that's true. So Texas, Texas, and the department's broke as hell. They need a quarterback badly. Um, Texas Tech is really weird because like. They have currently Donovan Smith, who I don't think is bad, who like I, I don't Josh, no, don't do this take. It doesn't matter who's in that room. I know no, Donovan no, 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 plays no, no, a nice. No, 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 no. What, like, what I'm saying, no, what I'm saying when he is, shows up last, last year, last year, no, yes, well, he should. But they also have Baron Morton, who is who is he's what? He's one of the like seven or eight highest ranked recruits they've ever had at Texas Tech. Yes, and yes. Well, and, me. I mean, okay, no, hold on. Let me, oh, let me finish the take. Let me finish. Yes, let me finish the take here. The let me finish the take here. They're also now in the running for oh, well, Tyler Shuck. To my knowledge, does not um, say he's not coming back. The, the kid had the uh, repeat this the sixth highest odds to be the number one pick to start off the season according to BetOnline.ag. The sixth highest odds, and now also they're getting interest from a kid who was the what is the second best quarterback ever. In, according to twenty four seven sports rank, ratings, Stephen, I'm not saying if he goes there, there's some kind of quarterback battle. I'm saying that look, it's actually a pretty decent situation. It's it's like I think no matter what happens, they're going to have at least one decent quarterback next year. That's all I'm trying to say. I'm not okay. trying to say they're going to pass on Quinn Ewers. I'm sorry. I just saw this. I saw this out on Twitter there. And people were like, actually, Tech's quarterback room is more crowded than you think. And I'm like, okay, grow up. Like, if Quinn Ewers shows up. Steven, do you, have a, do you have a Quinn Ewers NFT that you're not you talking about? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, <laughs> I'm a fanboy. No, I just NFT, like, I no, it's just – so TCU is out on him. He visited on Monday. But, like, they're out on him. But I think what annoyed me is, like, as soon as they got out on him, there's fans on message boards who are like, well – I didn't want him anyway because he wants money. Like, <laughs> yes, you did. We didn't want him, right? No, it's it's complete. It's complete. Yeah. Yeah. John, John's I like John's I mean, relatable. Him. I've been we, there. We, we wrote about him over at Sooners Wire. I mean, right. we at least explored the possibility of Quinn Ewers to Oklahoma. I mean, he's not interested. You know, right now Caleb Williams is there, so it doesn't really make sense for him to go there. And obviously, if he came, it'd be you'd get a really really talented quarterback. But all those questions that people had about Spencer Rattler taking million-dollar NIL deals over the summer and how that might distract him, they're going to follow Quinn Ewers right to Oklahoma or right to Texas, wherever he goes. I mean, that it's it's definitely something that has to it be just, considered with him. It's, it is what it is. Can why he did he go to Ohio the State? NIL, the money. But, like, why would you – like, you're not going to – CJ Stroud was a five-star, I believe, right? I mean – why the would kid, you go there? The kid thinks pretty highly of himself. It seems like, yeah, right? Because nobody's but, ever I, I understand humbled that. him. Well, and see, no, that's a lot of these and, kids. And see, the biggest, the biggest I issue like I have. Making, I, I feel like we're making a lot of proclamations about a dude that we've like never <laughs> no, heard. No, but, no, but, here, but here's, no, here's my point: is, is that you you can be a you can be Quinn Ewers. There are so many other schools that need that could that could have used him. There are so many other ones. I just don't know why you go to a school where you like where you are going to be competing with another five star. Like it's just it's just oh, a reality. No, I get it, but why? Well, why do all why do all of them go to Alabama and Clemson and not like? But, but here's the thing: why would you why would you not go to Texas where you're going? You are going to play. I'm sorry, Hudson. Car- like that. That's just a fact. He was going to play. And here's the thing: the skill players at Texas 
Like it's Steve Sarkeesian is going to put you in positions to, to succeed. I never watched their offense here this year and was like, wow, Steve Sarkeesian is asking too much of his quarterback. It's like these guys cannot play and they cannot execute at certain times. That was a problem. So I know there was a coaching change and everything, but like, honestly, I thought the situation at Texas for Quinn Ewers probably got better when Tom Herman left as opposed to getting worse. So that, that's, yeah, that's, that's just that is something of, that is something that was really confusing to me too. It's like you get a better offensive mind right. and then you decommit. It's the same question I have about one of the, the Oklahoma decommits that was a defensive tackle leaving after we get a better defensive mind. I'm like, right. what kind of sense does that Who's make? put right. a bunch of defensive linemen in the NFL? Yeah, so yeah, I think it, it would be a huge boom for Texas. And obviously it moves the needle for them offensively because then you give Xavier Worthy somebody who can actually get him the ball down the field. I just think, like, to me, if you bail, like, your high school team is preparing for your season, and you're leaving a month before the season starts. It just it just Listen, does not well I, I get it, but, like, I, I consider myself personal integrity. But if I was 17 years old <laughs> and somebody offered me millions of dollars, I'd be like, peace. Like, listen, y'all <laughs> – Business is business. That's true. I've never been there, so I can't say that's, that the, I would not do that. I, I will say this. This is so funny because we've never talked about recruiting on the show ever. Like we do like we never touch it. This is the first time that we've done this. So it's 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 odd for us to be in this space. And if it, you're it, still watching 48 minutes in, and it feels, it feels it feels it feels it feels icky, it feels pretty icky for us to be like, this 17-year-old should have gone here. Myself <laughs> being most guilty of it here. Because I it's the one thing I hate. No, it's me too. Because it's the one thing on the message boards be like, this kid's a dumbass. Like why did you choose to go there? But like, all, I will say all of this, it is, here's the thing. Like the reason why I kind of, I, I feel bad for him. It's like, he's a kid, right? He's, yeah. he's making, you know, he's made a couple bad decisions, which is fine. Like I made yeah, a thousand more bad decisions. Still I, racking them up. I don't think he's he made a bad decision. He's, yeah, he'll, also he'll he's, be a, he's got four uh, years of stability and he's made well, a million no, dollars. I, I think going to Ohio State was the, um, he had, well, because he, he couldn't play last year, right? He didn't play. He couldn't play. Actually, he couldn't play. Where's yeah. the around the horn? Give Stephen all the points for, yes. for that yes. point right there. <laughs> I've been muted. Next up, a peek into Big 12 hoops. College basketball season is about to be full throttle, so there's a lot of improvement I think we can agree for the Cowboys to make, but very excited for this season. Listen to how the other Big 12 staffers feel about their seasons. But first, if you're serious about cooking, you should invest in your kitchen tools. Made-ins cookware and kitchenware products are used by thousands of the world's best chefs. And now is the time to get them before holiday cooking starts and you're making candies and chocolates and big dinners. They source the finest materials and partner with renowned craftsmen to make premium kitchen tools available directly to you without the markup. Right now, Made In is offering our listeners 15% off your first order with promo code Locked On. This is the best discount available anywhere online for Made In products. Go to madeincookware.com slash locked on and use promo code Locked On for 15% off your first order. Bet Online has you covered for all the seasons and all the sports. More props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues the march to the playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code locked on to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC. 
right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. While the basketball season has been underway for a couple weeks now, the hype is starting to generate on a national level. It is college basketball season. So you know we had to touch on some Big 12 hoops. All right, uh, let's touch on some hoops before we get out of here. Um, my uh, so TCU gets a big win tonight. Um, good to see Mike That's Miles, right, baby, at my TCU basketball school. Uh, Mike Miles going off. Porter Mosier just clapping his ass off in front of students. Great video. Love to see that one. Um, a, a great win that turned out to be not as great of a win over Florida as we once thought. Yeah, I mean they just got pounded by Texas Southern. Yeah. What a what a weird, bizarre that one that was. Um, Mike Boyden still gives great press conferences. Uh, they're an interesting team, but still the you know a little bit less juice. Oklahoma State. Um, so how do we like? This is a nice time, I think, to just sit back and actually watch some college hoops this weekend. I'll be going to Missouri, Kansas. Good to see that rivalry renewed. So, Stephen, do you enjoy this little buffer that we have? Army Navy weekend usually a very good basketball weekend. How do you like to to kind of slide into your college basketball season yeah no i like this time of year i mean i'm not necessarily watching like games across the country right now but i do like right you didn't watch marquette and kansas state tonight no i didn't but i do like checking out on the big 12 i'll say is i have to eat a little bit of crow i was on the fire jamie dixon bandwagon theme last year whoa and i mean they like they have turned this roster completely around i don't know I think they're better. Here's like, I think they're better. They've had some good wins. They beat Utah. They beat Oral Roberts, who was obviously in the sweet 16 last season. Um, the issue is they're still in the big 12 and like their first three games of conference play is Baylor, Texas tech and Kansas. And so I could see them easily. zero and three, like to start the big 12 schedule. But uh, I think they're a better team. They got some more firepower. Mike Niles, as you said, has been really good, but yeah, this is a, a cool time of year. And I'm I'm keeping you know one eye on basketball as we start to sort of hit the the home stretch of non conference play. I like these Big East Big Twelve games that are coming mm-hmm. up. Um, that that's going to be some fun viewing in, in the next couple of weeks. John, uh, awesome! I know they lost the game, but awesome crowd last night for at Lloyd Noble Center for Oklahoma and Butler. Yeah, Porter Mosher's kind of turning himself into a king there. Made a, made a half-court shot and got free student tickets for the rest of the season. That was a great edit for him, yeah. by the way. Nice edit for uh, yeah. for old Porter Mosher there in that video. And so, I mean, it's it's just super fun. I mean, the guy brings a ton of life. And it's a really interesting roster, too, with the Groves brothers. And Jalen Hill is playing really, really good ball right now. He was on the roster last year, but mm-hmm. seemed to be more of a rotational guy. But he's playing great. Elijah Harkless is the heart of this team. And it's going to be really fun to watch. I mean, they're still trying to kind of blend together all these transfers that they got in Jordan Goldwire from Duke, Ethan Chargeois from uh, SMU. And so it, I think, I think it's going to be a good team. Obviously, you know, they're kind of that middle tier of, of basketball teams in the big 12, but they've got, a, they've got some really interesting talent. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch it. And as the, the months roll along. Uh, Linda, how are we doing? How was the attitude that's still there at Oklahoma State? Still positive despite the ban? I mean, the ban is still like, like it just like lives in the back of my head and yes. I just deal with it on it. I just compartmentalize. But 
I still love Mike Boynton. I trust him with this team. Right now, we can't seem to get offense going against zone defense, and coaches know it. They will go into zone defense to take a game out of our hands completely. I don't know what the issue is. We have fast breaks, a lot of really good defense, but we've got to get something going against the zone because when teams go into it, we can't beat it. And so that's going to be, that's going to fall on Mike Boynton, uh, coaching these boys up and figuring out what works best. I really think one of his best attributes is messing with, with lineups and figuring out who does well off the bench and who does well as a starter and who plays well together. So we seem to always kind of skid into conference play. It's been a, a seems to be kind of a theme under Mike Boynton, which is fine with me if if he's figuring it out and and getting it under control. But I'd like to be more under control at this point in the season. Right. Um, as we mentioned, top of the conference, uh, Texas Tech and Tennessee made a mockery of the game of basketball at Madison Square Garden last night. Um, that being said. Mark Adams' team is really good. He is a he's going to be a, a pretty decent coach. That guy seems to know. Did you all see the video that he tonight? It's been circulated. Look it up now. He was doing an interview with ESPN during the Ohio State Toledo game and was holding a snake. I believe it was his pet snake, and he was discussing the mating patterns of snake of of snakes. Um, it was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. And I was like, this guy last night just coached a team to hold one of the best players in the entire country. Uh, I forget the guard's name from, from Tennessee. But just shut him out and held him to 52 points in 45 minutes of basketball. And here he is the next night holding a snake, being like, this is my snake. He is in mating season. So um, coaches are just weird as hell, man. Uh, it appears it appears uh, Baylor is just – I mean, they're going to whip everybody's ass again this year. We're just going to – we're going to, you know – they haven't lost a game since like, you know, March uh, of, of last year before the tournament last year. Um, they're on a, an amazing run. Kansas had the one fluky loss against uh, against Dayton. Dayton, and I mean this like this conference, and even even I'm watching Kansas State tonight. Like Kansas State lost but one Marquette. Marquette's a decent team. This is Iowa State is undefeated. What the hell, people? This I there are, no, are there just there's going to be no easy games in this conference this year. Like last year, Kansas State was an easy game. Iowa State was an easy game, except for Oklahoma. Oh yeah, yes, except for, except for them. But are there any are there any easy games left in the conference now this year? Like, is anybody easy now? No, no, <laughs> no. They're, they're the best basketball conference in the country. As I wear my I'm wearing my Texas shirt tonight, so supporting them. Um, and Texas is top 22. I forgot to mention Texas. All right. So uh, I kept you all way too long. I apologize. But, you know, I had to get multiple Good times. shows out of this. It's basketball season. I, yeah, I had to get multiple shows out of this because, you know, I'm, you know, visiting the girlfriend. Got to spend quality time with her. So multiple shows here. All right. Everybody plug your uh, your content, all of its variety, where to find you. Steven, you are up first leading us off. I'm at Simcox Steven on Twitter. The show is at TCU And Locked on Horn Frogs is a podcast. Anywhere you get your podcast. Tune in and hear more of my uh, dumb takes like uh, like you did today. Jamie Dixon should be fired. All right, John, you're up. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at John9Williams. Uh, you can send all of your uh, takes about me and Quinn Ewers to uh, at SimcoxSteven. Um, but yeah, uh, Locked On uh, Sooners on Twitter, 
Locked On Sooners podcast on Facebook. And you can find it free and available on any podcast platform and on YouTube as well. And seriously, yeah, sorry, Quinn. My bad. Uh, I just want to mention on YouTube, um, John, I, I checked it out. You and I did a video together. And my my screen kept becoming, you know, it fr- froze yeah. up some. And somebody commented, somebody commented, I am drunk in my left eye because I was on the left side of the screen. So did not appreciate that comment from that person. Um, I thought he was talking about like, Sometimes when I'm watching myself, it looks like I have like a little bit of a lazy eye. And I thought I think he was talking about how the left side of his screen, which was me, okay. was blurry for <laughs> half right. the show. So that makes a lot more sense. My left eye. Uh, uh, so yeah, shout out to that guy for for giving us some good some good commentary there. All right, Linda, where can people find you and your work? Before I plug myself, I just want to say we covered men's college basketball, but mm, Baylor's yes. women college basketball team is also probably one of the best in the nation. So regardless of my feelings about Baylor, I have to shout out my ladies. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Lindellians. The show is at locked underscore on underscore pokes on Twitter and locked on posts on Facebook podcast apps that I'm not on YouTube yet. Cause it scares me. Uh, shout out Nikki Collin, uh, Baylor's women's basketball coach after losing Kim Mulkey. That's difficult. And, um, yeah. So shout out to them. They're still very, very good. Uh, all right. You can find me on Twitter at Josh neighbors underscore. You can find the show at LO Big 12. You can find Locked on Big 12 podcast wherever you guys get your podcasts. And on YouTube, I will see you all next week.